Holy fucking shit, it's time for my favorite podcast. White pill, pink pill, white pill, pink pill, white pill, pink pill. Welcome. Oh shit. <laughs> welcome to or welcome back to the white pill. Pink pill podcast. 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 I'm Madeline. I'm Isabel. So we'll get close to the mic, please. They can hear me. Our sound the last time we did this when the submarine exploded, the sound was pretty good. I'm fucking sorry. Because the last time we um, recorded here at the parents' house. The sound ended up being really good. And then I unplugged the microphone on accident, remember? Yeah, the acoustics are terrible. But anyways. <gasps> Hi, guys. Um, What the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm I, trying to make that busy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has been a week. I don't know what's going on. Everything's falling apart. But that's okay. Things are building back up. And we're back on the road. So, Isabel, how was your week? It's been good. It's been good. I saw a semi-flipped. What? On the highway. What were they carrying? Two days ago. Are they okay? It was this giant cement, like, donut fucking <gasps> thing. And, like, I saw it, like, just... In, Did it break open? HOV or lane. it was just, like, closed it and sealed? It was this, like, fucking... It looks, like, from the side. Imagine a very large bagel made of cement. Yeah. That's just kind of what it looked like. Oh, so it wasn't, like, containing cement? No, it was made of cement. It oh, was a okay. Cement I thought you were talking about, like, block. one of those... Like cement trucks. No, it wasn't a mixer. It was just a big cement block. But he had a donut. And then like, that he was, was just, going to a cop's that anniversary. That was just on the like freeway. It was like in the HOV lane and like the leftmost lane. And yeah. then like I was like, wow, that's weird. And then like I saw the semi that was com- it was twisted, and like flipped over. And I was like, wow, I don't know what happened. Were there like was there paramedics and stuff there? There's a ton of like police. <sighs> Okay, well, hopefully no one got he would, her. I uh, I feel like some uh, cement. I feel like people in the actual semi like cabs because they're pretty high up, and I feel you like those are safe. pretty safe. Okay, so like if anything, worst That's case comforting. scenario, he just like te- like teetered to the side because the cement load was like on the back. Did, and so did any guessing, other cars get hit? I didn't see any. Okay, that's when I'm cement like I'm cementing. I'm guessing. The word cement keeps going up <laughs> in my brain. No, but I'm guessing that, like, the donut part, like, something, it probably, like, fishtailed and, like, knocked, like, the back ass of the semi-truck over, and then the other one just kind of went with it. Because yeah. it looked like it twisted first, like, the metal, and then it all kind of just flopped over. And then there was this um little pee-pee driver behind me. Oh, big truck. Yeah. Okay. And, um, like, there was, like, a bunch of people, like, they had to merge over into the lanes, you know? Okay. Because there's a flip semi. Yeah. And so I'm leaving space in front of me. We're all crawling at, like, maybe five miles an hour. So I'm, I'm, I'm leaving space in front of me because people have to merge out of those lanes because yeah. there's a flip fucking You're semi. You're being a nice driver. And so people are merging in and out. And this, like, truck behind me, this pickup truck, is, like, like accelerating really quick up onto my ass and slamming on his brakes and he keeps doing it like to make me not leave space in front of me and so I just slam on my brakes Mm -hmm. like just fully and then I see his like face like he throws his hands up and then I just like do like put middle fingers up Isabel 
Listen, I know someone just got shot here on the freeway, but what? Like, at this point, I'm so upset because I was like, where in the actual fuck would you like me to go? Because like, there's, we're not, nobody's going anywhere, friend. And then I just start crawling my car slower than everybody around me because you can't stop me now. Sorry, truck. I and then they song. pull up beside me. I roll my window down and I look at them. And this, this dad cannot look over at me. And, and then I keep speed with him. So we're like window to window. And I'm just like, I'm like, look at me. Look at me. Do you have daughters? Would you have done that to your daughter? Like, and I'm just like sitting there. I'm not saying anything, but I'm just like, look at me. Like, I That's keep trying to That's a very strong thing to apply in a driving context. Well, I'm like, I wouldn't okay. do that to my kids. I wouldn't do that to my dad. I wouldn't scare somebody like that. I wouldn't scare anybody like that. Okay. And so I just stared at him and he wouldn't, he refused to look over at me, but I know he could feel my eyes. I know it. I know it. Okay. If I had a gun, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm no, kidding. stop. I wouldn't. I, I would say the never. B word. <laughs> Bomb. <No. laughs> um, how was your week? My week was good. Um, it's been good. Just um, school and stuff. Everything's going pretty smoothly. Everything is like, I'm, try- I'm trying not to get burnt out. And, you know, it gets easier. You get into a habit. You learn how to handle yourself. But everything is everything is good. A large weight was recently taken off my shoulders, so that's good too. I will divulge nothing further than that. Um, but everything is, it's good. The um, large weight is that you shaved your head. Yeah, my, I'm bald right now. Um lost like five pounds from it yeah the doc uh, the hairdresser just i had to go get it professionally shaved it was so matted as soon as i brought up the shaved head i thought of nana they said well she had chemo god damn it what <laughs> anyway i can't wait we should ask her about that when what she comes on. no and then I it's gonna turn into a big plan. sob story i have a whole plan okay let's save it save i'm it. so excited for save when you guys it get to meet nana i'm I've never been so excited in my life. I'm going to start beef between her and my mom. No, there's already beef there. No, but like separately. So we'll have like Nana on for like one episode. Just oh, she can no! shit. And then I'll tell mom the next episode. It said Nana said all these things about you. And then mom goes on and talks mad shit. And then we have Papa on. Then we have to cut it short because he says like a racial slur or something. That's true. Um, I wore a turtleneck today to school underneath my uniform. How was it? And I mean, it was hot later on, but in the morning it was wonderful. It felt very appropriate. It was like, this is fall, ladies. The morning is nice. You I can smell the fall. Yeah, it smells like fall. Everyone says I'm a, I don't know who everyone is. All the other people in my The brain, NSA. The NRA says I'm crazy. What? Because <laughs> I say I smell fall air. Because you can, there's a smell when you go out. I mean, yeah, it's crisp. What do you think poets? Do you think they just make shit up? Yes. Okay, that's fair too. The um, roads diverge in a yellow wood. Yellow piss. Wow. <laughs> was Shakespeare a woman? It's hotly debated. We, All the we'll people never in know. The plays were women. No, they were men. Yeah, they were men dressed like women. Yeah. Much like the men nowadays. <laughs> when will men be? We need more men. <laughs> Anyways, that's our Jordan Peterson impression. Gone. (laughs) Sorry, not beautiful. I was thinking about Justin Trudeau a lot today. 
just like I was Jordan just wrestling Peterson with this every night before bed. Honestly, we might be if I meet Jordan Peterson, it might be like um the stars align. Like we might have the most compatible brains. He sleeps on those linen like sheets that feel like tablecloth. I know it. You know what I'm saying? The ones you get probably from like Target and you like touch them and they're really rough. Why would you say that? I don't know. Because I was thinking about like <laughs> what, like because I feel like Donald Trump would buy like the satin sheets that I used to have for some reason. Okay, so satin sheets just hear me out. Like they I scare feel like me. I really like them because you slip and slide all over. That's them my night. point. So I always wanted. I feel like they're you so know fun. when you make they it, they stay really cool though at night. Well, you know when you make it because like when you have like a matching set of pajamas, right? And that's I have a very skewed idea of luxury, right? Rainforest Cafe, matching pajamas, right? That's luxury. So my idea is if I had satin, like, like jammy jams and I had a satin everything bed, if I make the wrong move and slip, I might just go to the window. Um, the cats, like, when I still live You did there, not even address what I just no, said. No, I even got the window. <laughs> no, the cats would do slip and slides because they would, like, jump on the bed full force like they normally would, and their paws can't grip it. Yeah. And so they put runs in the satin sheets because they have to bring their claws out because it's so slippery on them. Oh, my God. But they loved it. Those They stay cool all night. I love it. Okay. I am a really hot sleeper, but I started being a hot sleeper. I'm, like, menopausal at night. I'm, like, a... I've become... Ma- I'm, fa- I'm a, I'm, I like a volcano. That. You know, I was upset because I, like, I've gained, like, you know, the healthy relationship weight. This one goes with... Because I, I thought I was sweating a lot because I thought I gained weight. But, like, I'm, oh. yeah, I don't give a shit. But I just compared it to, like, um like a bear in the summer and, like, spring because they, like, they're, like, eating that. They're eating it because, like, the winter. Yeah. So I have to be warm for the winter. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm happy about that. Good. I'm fine with it. You look beautiful. Thank you. There's nothing wrong. You need to change absolutely nothing. But I do need to change my attitude. Yeah, it is kind of shitty. Anyways. I thought I had BPD. She doesn't, by the way. I don't think, I don't think I do. And I think it's external sources that make me a lunatic. Anyways. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? You're just a wild card. Anyways. I've always been this way. Are you meditating? Um, <laughs> that's racist. Oh my god, dude, that's so fucked up. Of you to do, that. do you want me to tell the listeners what we had to edit out of two podcast episodes? No, don't, because then it'll be your fault. Anyway, then I'll have to edit out this episode, and you would have to be the it's one. One more strike, the word. dude. What do you mean? Until what? Until they come for you. Until Twitter finds Who? out. Until the rapture. Until God comes back. Your friends that just listen to this podcast. Yes. Anyways, so first story of the day. What is it? Ed Sheeran has dug his own grave, quite literally. So last year, rumors were swirling that he may have, like, his own crypt built in his backyard. Like, in his estate, I guess. When you get so rich, you have an estate. You don't have a backyard. You have an estate. So anyways. Where does he live? I don't fucking know. Problem Breton. But he's not. Is he British? Have you seen the way he fucking looks? I thought he was, like, Scottish. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't, because he's like, is the best place for you. I don't know how to do a Scottish. I don't know any of his songs either. UK. I am okay. UK. <laughs> Anyways, don't so, make me do my fucking accent. Don't do it. So he confirmed that it's not a crypt necessarily, but he has a hole that's dug in the ground with a bit of stone over it. 
So whenever the day comes and I pass away, I get to go in there. It's a vault. And just from this, I'm not, I don't really care. Like, I don't, I really don't care. Like, he's like, I want some place for my kids to visit. Girl, have you heard of a graveyard? My kids play in the crypt. Oh my God. My kids pick up my little skeleton bones. Bees in the crypt. Bees, bees in the crypt. I want my kids to be able to get into the crypt. Play with my bones. (laughs) Just Play with my skeleton and take my fingers with them to school. Uh, funger. So, um, <laughs> I want them to really just get into my fungers. Anyways, but it had me thinking, wouldn't that be just, like, fun to have, like, a, like, a suspiciously, like, human-sized hole in your backyard, and whenever someone pisses you off, you take them into the back, and you don't threaten them. You point at it and say, is this what you want my future to be soon? Oh, like is this what you want? Oh my god! You want me six feet under? I just felt like it would be funny. Also, I feel like that's like such a a fun like antidote. What if he was the one that dug the hole? No, and it's not. He's never touched a shovel. No, it's not even six feet deep. It's like two feet. It's like really, really shallow. Just in case he needs to come back out. And it's not even like a full square. It's like kind of like a round. (laughs) It's like a cylinder. He wants to be put in like head first. Like beam. (laughs) Pull me up by my feet. No, actually, never in my I was a fucking funeral director, and I never thought if we could bury people any other way like that. Well, wouldn't you say more space in the graveyard? We haven't done it yet. If these bitches still want to be buried, buried, then we're going to have to figure out something. And I think it's going to be be buried standing up, be buried head first. I think you should go out the way you were born. So if you were ass first coming out, you should be ass up in the grave. And if you were head, if you're normal, like. Oh, I'm like picturing like positioning the body, like laying on their face, like snailing, like so their ass. <laughs> like, their knees are like. No, I mean like, like head. I mean like there's a tunnel that goes straight down and your head goes first and your feet are hanging up. Yeah. Just throw them in. You can save so, you can fit, think about it. You can fit so many more bodies in a graveyard if you do it that way. Look, yeah, I might if you just don't have like this may not be PC, but I think I have a point. Yeah. Did you know in some America's states, not ready for this? Like some cities and some states, like it is required by law that you have to have one of those um what are they called? Uh so like you you have your like casket or your coffin is what I guess people try to call them, but they're caskets, they're not coffins. Um but so uh coffins are what Dracula is. Caskets are like the fancy ones. Can I have a coffin? No. So what the make them fuck? Well, then make one. Find someone. No, because like if I go on Etsy and find a coffin, it's over for you. I hit my. You um, bitches aren't ready for this. So, in like here where we live, in most graveyards, you legally have to have a vault, which is just this cement box that they lower into the ground. Oh my and, like, god! They just put, throw me in the trash. They put the casket in, or you have to have a grave liner, and it's because. They don't want the ground. So a grave liner is like the same kind of thing. Just less expensive generally. What's the point of this? It keeps the fucking ground sturdy so it doesn't sink in. Like if people are driving over it with like the tractors and shit they use at cemeteries. Okay. Like the backhoes and whatever. And so like. I don't have a sad hoe. And I like, got a backhoe. Also like if it rains or like weather, if the ground like sinks or whatever. But like. If you just keep filling it in. If you're a Floridian, for example, and there is um, yeah, a oh. sinkhole, per se. We know that was Louisiana where they had all their bodies come up, huh? 
So because of the flood. has anyone ever requested that during a funeral you play let the bodies hit the ground while they're getting lowered? No, I had the Wicked Witch is Dead, though. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God! That was for, so a husband, I think it was like... Were they divorced? They were really old. Oh, so it's probably just like an old-timey, like, yeah. oh, it's my ball and chain. I fucking hate her, but I gotta stay with her. There's one fucking song I cannot handle. It's like, I hope you dare. <laughs> it's like with the angels or some stupid shit. It's like. I don't think they're going to do a lot of dancing. It's a whole thing. And this life. And then there's like a lot of like songs that like my significant other will just like play like country songs and whatever. And I was like, this is a funeral song. <laughs> this is a funeral song. This is also like. And then there was one funeral I had. Um, yeah, like um, the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack. And so, like, everybody's sitting in here, da na 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 da na 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 Come on! Like, that is so slick. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm I want so the One Piece soundtrack to be my funeral music. I already have my funeral playlist set up. What is it? It's just called Funeral. Okay, but, like, what songs? Um, Nelly Furtado, like of, like, Promiscuous. It, yeah, that's on there. Shut the fuck and up! And then also, um, like, a lot of, like, Sean Kingston and Sean Paul. Um, there's Run DMC. Because, like... You get, you're gonna look at me. Are, is my you're gonna side. try to. I think it's very. You, you can't cry during like booty, 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 booty. <laughs> like, you're gonna sit there and like tear up, and then that like that song comes out of nowhere. Like no, you can't cry with that. You're gonna be like, girl, what the hell? Like someone's gonna get angry. I want to be so. If I had to choose a mode of death, and this is a bit like like how you want to die. So per- preferably, I want to be like decapitated. The form is kind oh of it doesn't matter much to me but um i honestly think a guillotine is what i deserve at this point just cosmically don't um, say that i cannot handle if you had like a hereditary thing happen to you no i, I want like i myself. want an old french guillotine like pull me to the town square i'm just a little jester who was a bad boy and then cut my head <laughs> off <laughs> I was a little jester who was a little bad boy, and I deserve the guillotine. That that sentence gave me Ben Shapiro energy. Does it make you, um, it makes me kind of upset when people say guillotine. They go, with the guillotine, and I was like, the who? The huh? The The what? No, I want, like, give me some, I don't know why I have such, like, um, a visceral connection to the French Revolution. So I want my head on a pike. I want to be guillotined. I want to be violently killed. Or, you know, something classy like a car accident and my head comes off. Anyways, I want my head disembodied, right? Because I want my head to be the centerpiece at my funeral. And I think also, if I go out from some kind of drug or something, I want that to be the theme of the funeral. So I want everyone to like, or like something I love, like Zaza. So like everyone gets to like, it's just one big smoking party. I think I shared this before when I was... Oh, sorry. I pulled up when the last execution by guillotine was, and it was in France, 1977. Hamida Dijanaoui. Yeah. Um, Okay. But I think I shared this before, but I was at this, like, I was hosting this funeral service for somebody, and I noticed everybody showed up, and everybody was wearing red. And I was like, interesting. What's going on? And then, like, everyone was, like, had, like, red bandanas, wearing red shirts, red shoes. And they set up, like, they brought, like, this whole like like they're bringing me things to put like on display and they brought all this like candy and i was like oh he had a sweet tooth and they're like he really did and it was all red flavored things everything was red so i'm assuming just so we can say it without saying it no there was no blue there 
There was no blue. Okay. And then just I turned to um uh to my coworker and I'm standing there and I was like, wow, there's a lot of red here. And Fuck! <laughs> and then my coworker looks at me and she she grew up in um California. Yeah, California. And uh she looks at me and she's like, you know why, right? And I was and like, you just like blinked. Well, I looked at her, I was like, I didn't want to say any, like I looked at her and I I literally said to her, I was like, I didn't want to assume. I just, you know, I didn't want to assume anything. And she's like, no, they're, they're like bloods. And I was like, oh, beautiful. And then, um, sounds like it was a nice service though. It was really nice. And then one of them like had like a joint. Yeah. And like, I noticed they had it and like sneak it into the casket. Somebody came up to me and they're like, are you going to see anything? And I was like, cause I was covering a funeral at a different funeral home. Okay. Cause they didn't have any staff. And so this is my first time meeting this family. And, um, they like come up to me and they're like, someone just put like, um, a joint like in his hands. And I looked at him and I was like, are you okay with that? Or do you want me to go talk to them? And they're like, no, we were just asking if we're going to get in trouble. And I was like, no, I'm like, I'm like, they're being buried or cremated. And she's like, she's like, they're going to be buried. And I was like, okay. I'm like, at the end of the night, I'll put it in his pocket so he can be buried with it. And then she like looked at me and she's like, is that allowed? And I was like, as long as they're not being cremated, they won't notice. And then she's like, oh my God, thank you. And I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> like, cause like, and then, so by the end of the night, there was stuff all in his hands that like, there's like all kinds of tricks. So I like, I could, I shoved it like under his body too. And like, you could put it like, like in the pockets and like, so the other funeral directors don't notice. That's really beautiful. Well, because I'm like, if they want to send them away with this stuff, I mean, go ahead. Like, I'm not going to say anything. Ooh track who's gonna stop me and then like my coworker is like should we take the joint and i was like no i'm like we are not taking it if we smoke that joint that will be the last joint we ever smoke i was like we are not doing that and so like we're not stealing a dead man's zaza they were so polite they were they were the most they were the most wonderful people i've ever it was a very clean and nice funeral too they were the only like one of the only families and groups of people that i had actually clean up their own trash and put their chairs back they and they were ones. out by like a timely manner. That's because they're real and they know. And I was like, I was like this, so like the most like there's only been like a handful of families in like the families I've served that have been like that pristinely like polite and perfect and like very aware of their surroundings. I love that. And like someone like brought like donuts in or something, and they come up and they're like, "Are we allowed to eat in here?" I was like. Yeah, I'll see why not. And I'm like, if you got donuts, bring donuts in. That's cool. And they're like, you want one? I was like, no, I'm okay. So what color were the donuts? They were just Krispy Kremes. Like glazed? Yeah, just oh. like normal glazed. So like no icing? No, no icing. Oh, okay. It was, was, it was pretty late, like at night. That's so So sweet, I didn't know what kind of, if they were still open or if that's all they had available at the time. And then I was like handing out coffee and stuff. So I was like, I think they have a coffee maker somewhere. And so I was like, just, I was like, do you guys want coffee? And so like, we were just... Chillin', they're really nice. They're such sweet people. So some of my funeral demands. Yeah. When they walk into the place where it's happening, um, the only way they will be let in is if they take a shot at the door. Vodka. Yeah. And um, then you have to go to the next station, which is um, Zaza. Wait, like smoke in the... Yes. Okay. Um, And then they sit down, Mm -hmm. chill out. We'll have other things. I want... Jalapeno cilantro hummus. Yeah, you can do that. 
I, I want um I want only vegan food so everyone like can suffer so they can all be happy I died so no one leaves feeling sad they leave feeling upset because they were forced to eat vegan food so it's always been a weird thing but like there's been a I don't know how long this has been going it was my first time ever seeing it but people are really comfortable eating with a dead body in the room <laughs> and it makes me really uncomfortable <laughs> for some I don't know why for some reason, because I don't want to, like, be eating, like, stuffing my fucking face and looking over and see, like, someone in a casket. People got to eat whatever they're cool with, I guess, is their threshold. Usually it's, like, held in a separate room. So you can go visit and then go in the other room and eat and visit, like, with the living. I don't know. Fuck. I don't but, know like, how comfortable <laughs> I would be with that, honestly. But that's just because, even though I'm, I'm making fun, I'm making fun of my own death. But it's sacred it's a sacred like it's like you're going away to college for the last time you know you just don't know what that college is it's your goodbye and it, it's like a sacred whatever happens to your energy it, it's it's important i so. want someone to tie a um zip tie my casket closed no I oh want... my god make a pinata of me <laughs> oh my god i want someone to have fishing line attached to one of my wrists and then like hang it somewhere and then like in the middle of the service lift one of my hands up and then like put it back down so like nobody like only like one you know person, it's like, gonna be me doing all of it only like one person like notices though and they go <gasps> like they start freaking out and so then, we just gaslight them the whole time don't do it the rest of the time until like, oh my gosh but like you'll know they'll be staring at it the whole time and then just do it like like flop it up on the edge of like the casket and then like pull it back down or something like I don't puppet me like actually maybe it would be fun if I let everyone into my own mind so they all lock in and they're forced to take Zoloft holy everyone no I have to I douse everything with Benadryl like so like the, ah! like the punch and everything has Benadryl it's crazy train is playing as you walk into the place and you are forced I to want smoke, smoke weed machine. and oh my god I, I want to be there as a hologram the casket, like, a hologram me did you know they started having like I don't doing know. bad stand-up for hours and then everyone will be so happy i died you know so like, no one would have any issues during um the like the the oh. I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it because i don't want to get like want to whisper it to me like COVID. like the pandemic panorama the panorama when yeah. that was happening yeah um we weren't have, like supposed to have like large groups but people were still dying because that just happens you know yeah. um so we had to do like live streaming and so i would do facebook live streams because like that was like a, a <laughs> free service we were allowed it's to such offer. a strange dystopia we're in and like i felt i would tell people and i'd be like i feel kind of weird because like anybody online can like just look at this dead person yeah and then they're just like, no, it's fine. People aren't going to care. And I was like, no, like, there's, like, weird people, yeah, like, out there. You know that, right? Like, like don't make it public, public. Maybe just yeah. do it to the attendees. Like, RSVP to the live stream. Yeah, I was sharing with um, my business partner the other day about, uh, like, when I would do, like, the embalmings and stuff. Yeah. And then I was teaching her about, like, what skin slips were and stuff. And then, um, like... I was reminiscing about like the first time I ever had to because we had to like bathe them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think that's the nice. amount of like just the genitalia, but like. But it's just like that's like a sacred bathing kind of thing. You no, know? it's really like sweet. it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to be able to like. Yeah, I just told her I was like, make sure take you care die of when someone's you're young, though. human vehicle. Like, wait, I'm sorry. I just told her I was like, die when you're young because all of your little bits, when you're old and then you die, everything's gray, 
and it looks like something like 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 with like people who have like like vaginas i guess like when we create life from there but i also think all the life leaves us from there (laughs) in my opinion so you're saying my soul is stored in my pussy i think that's what happens it would make sense so if you ever think of going to funeral service don't (laughs) (laughs) for the love of god because like my significant other had that realization like years ago when I was still in funeral service. He's like, oh my God, you've seen people naked. And I was like, but yes, could, I have. There are but, plenty of fields that would I was do like, that. but I'm like, I'm telling you right now. Huh? Two, it's different. I know, but I'm, I was like, I'm telling you right now. This is not, this is not like it's anything you'd ever. It's different when you're in a clinical setting. At least it is for me. Like, I'm like, when there's somebody, you're not focused on that when you have a dead person in front of you. I'm like, the most thing is like, where'd their insides go? <laughs> like, that's like the only other thing. And so like, I never thought about how actually like weird of a fucking thing it was until other people were telling me that it was weird. I think the I'd only weird there. part is that it's a dead person. Yeah. And then you like, I remember there are the first... plenty of jobs that revolve around having to take care of people who can't take care of themselves. Yeah. So then you have to expose yourself to them. But I'm telling you, though, that's a vulnerability that you the have people. the honor to accept and you have to take care of them. Yeah. And like, and you like, we would always keep them covered there. We would call it like where you would keep their like dignity. Covered. Yeah. Like, that's what we would always say. It's the same. And in so healthcare. like, we would always like wrap, you know, wherever mm-hmm. that was societally not allowed to be shown. Yeah. But, and I would keep that always just, you know, but I did tell her, make sure you just die young or something like before. Don't do that guys. Anyways, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Maybe. No. Welcome back hello. to the podcast. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, hello, baby, you called, I can hear it. Hello. I have got no service in the club. I used to sing, I used to play, I used to listen to that song and play Club Penguin. Also, Disturbia by Rihanna. Also, uh, Cascada, Every Time We Touch. And then I would watch, um like, fan videos of, like, with that song. Why was it always that song? So the first music video that ever made me question my sexuality oh. was Alejandro by Lady Gaga. That's more than fair. I was in this house, on the house <laughs> computer, <laughs> in the den, and I would watch, I watched that video over and over for an hour straight because I, <laughs> I couldn't tell if I thought Lady Gaga was attractive or the men were. And then at the end, I just decided both. <laughs> and then I went, Why not to, both? I went to bed. I think I was about, I don't know, when did that song come out? We were like... I had to be like seven or eight. I'm going to go ahead and so give I was it like, like maybe ten. Yeah. And then that's when things changed in my life. Good for you. That was crazy. A little bit. What was the I music always, video that did it for you? It wasn't a music video. It was always characters. It was the villains. Oh. It was like Poison Ivy... It was Shigo from Kim Possible. I liked her. She got me bad. Down I bad. I liked Kim Possible better, though. Shigo I think it was with a car. she was very um, noble with what she was doing. I just want a I woman hated the boy who will crack my neck. So this is why I avoid relationships with women, because I know that I will let them get very abusive. They would beat my ass. And I would love it. It'd be like that one meme where it's like, when your mom, like, punishes you because you took her pain pills and it's like when your mom Stop. hits you because you took her pain pills and the person's just like Anime smiling character. yeah they're like ah like that would just be me 
it, every time like they would look at me and be like cascada every time we touch i let them hit me with like their car and i'd be like honey it's fine like you just didn't see me and they they would like talk to me and be like i purposely hit you and i'd be like you're so funny Something... like that's the funniest joke i've ever heard okay so the beginning of this week like for every single day going to and from work i have only been listening to lana del rey for some reason bro i've been like super regressy and I've everybody been has to... been listening to her recently have you seen all my of... instagram stories it's all ldr also, every other girl on my instagram has only been posting i don't that. know what's happening i think it's i think it's the it's cool in the air. water i think it's the cool air that's coming out well i don't know because today i was when the cool air happens it's arctic monkeys time so it's all yeah I've just been crying lightning all day, baby. I haven't gotten to that yet. Use the girl in a fresh But it's something about the Lana Del Rey gives me a little attitude. I'm like, you know what? I am pretty when I cry. My pussy does taste like Pepsi Cola. I think my favorite song. And my eyes are as wet as a cherry pie. My favorite song by far, Pepsi. Oh my God. It's just like, or Body Electric is like cherry cola. Isn't That's it? not the song. It's literally called like Pepsi. Pepsi? Yeah. I oh. think. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. There my favorite is the love. Oh, it's such a sweet song. But that's I didn't so know she's not a cancer. Yeah, it's so not LDR coded though. Like that was when that's like the New Testament of Lana I know, Del Rey. I know, I know, but like, like I'm talking Old Testament because that the like Radio Paradise. Is my favorite, though, too. Okay, that song will never not be in my that's head. That's a good one. Cruel World. I'm just saying like Body Electric and Cruel World are probably like the dark side of me, but like ultra violence. Yeah, but but radio like radio is special. just like it's like a hopeful like good song. It's like everything is right when you hear that song. I think everyone can agree on that. And then Diet Mountain Dew. I'm just like that's literally my favorite drink. Yeah, and then it's my favorite drink. So I'm listening to like one of the playlists that just has like all like all Lana Del Rey songs. And then like when Lolita shows up, I go, "Eh," and then I skip past it. I was like, I can't dude. that was a different version of Isabelle back then. And I I blast it and sing along. I'm no longer underage. Fully knowing the context and how Stanley Kubrick ruined a generation. And how Vladimir Nabovov created a cascade that precipitated so many young girls. I questioned myself and I'm like, I'm not 16 Thinking it's normal. I've aged out of this song. And so many men thinking it's acceptable to prey on young women. I was thinking today, I was like, do you think older men, like, know the sound of Lana Del Rey to, like, where they know, like, if a young girl's playing that or they hear that or, like, that a girl's into that, then they're like, oh, this is... She's ripe for the taking. Like, this is the type of girl it is. Or maybe... I, don't, I actually don't think they are. I don't think they're smart enough for that, actually. I take that back. Full force. I can't believe I just said that the latter half of her albums have been the old, are the New Testament. But it's true because she's changed. She grew up. I didn't listen to, what was it, Norman Rockwell? Bro, that album is so fucking good. You are cheating yourself out of a good time. What's a good song in it? Um, I've listened. I've listened. The to greatest them. is a great song. That they song just makes never me cry. Stuck with me though. It just never stuck with me. And then same with the chemtrails over the country club. That's a good song. But the album, don't I don't know. Now. I just need a wake up call. I'm very much like the sad girl era in high school, like when that shit was happening. The Tumblr sad girl. Yeah, don't bring it up. It's yeah. gonna give me PTSD. So the shit hurted. All we be doing is talking. That's what we do. Fuck. <laughs> That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's the whole point. That's what we do. We talk. So guys, another story in the dark. Honestly, more often than not. Can we turn the light on? No. Okay. So, 
this is just like a funny one this is not like breaking news like most of it it's just like random bullshit i like so david beckham recently called out his wife victoria for saying how she grew up working class dave and busters dave and busters calls out wife buster <laughs> buster and dave calls out dave and busters god damn it so for being an abusive mother Victoria was in an interview and she said, I think we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents worked really hard. We're both working class, she said. David Beckham then peeked into the room where she was giving the interview and took issue with that claim. And he said, be honest. She said, I am being honest. And then he said, what car did your dad drive you to school in? And he said, and then Victoria said, it's not a simple answer and it depends. And then she it's said, so many. <laughs> I know, like literally. And then he says, it's then Victoria like cl- finally comes to it and says, okay, in the 80s, my dad had a Rolls Royce. And then David said, thank you. And he left the room. Yeah, no, that's not a normal. That's not fucking normal. That's not a guys. family car. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with coming from wealth unless like you're a, y- you act like it. Did, um, Act like a normal person. What, what did Bella Hadid say? I didn't get. I didn't my get first a pair of designer. Or I didn't get a pair of Louboutins. And I was like, until, oh my god. And I was like, I didn't get know? a genuine hug from my mother until I was in my fucking twenties. Stop that. Stop what? Telling the truth? No, stop that. Fine. From I didn't get a one-sided hug from my mother until I was in my twenties. I I mean, that's all I had before then. I'm so sorry. I only had the glizzy sound in my head. (laughs) Like, like, as to, like, the... And then people were eating it up. Someone on Twitter was like, David Beckham is the last remaining investigative journalist. (laughs) They're like, wait, they're married, right? Yeah, they've been married for a long time. Lonnie Moore, I guess. No, it's it's just a spat. He walks in, he's just like, you dumb... Well, it's, it's just a fair conversation to have. Like, you should be able to be honest and call your partner out when they're misbehaving. Like, it should you're be such a little lying bitch. Look, but that's what I. Love the most unstable kind of relationship is a dyad. It's two people. It takes a lot of work to stabilize it, so you have to get comfortable in calling each other out and keeping each other accountable. I think I'm the only unstable one. Anyways, <laughs> no, you're not. I can just be balanced out. So I'm not going back on meds. You can't make me. Well, I ran out, so I've been two days raw dog in life. Ooh, you getting, you getting zings? No, I never got zings. Are you shitting me? I I think literally- I, I think, would get them a day of not taking I them. I genuinely like, think you would get zings if the medication did not work for you. I think the way Zoloft works for me, it just like makes everything a little more perfect. When I like quit be- the medication improperly, I had cold okay, sweats. Okay, I didn't and do I that. Vomiting. I weaned off because I'm not a fucking idiot. Well, I thought the world was ending. Well, I didn't wean off this time, but I'm fine still. I don't have zings. Maybe you're just good now. Um, I don't know because it's definitely like likely oh, genetic, not. and it's gonna take a while for it to get out of my system. I think I no longer have depression. I have depression. Or anxiety. It's exotic. I think. My it's all in your head. <laughs> you just choose. You choose what path you take in life, and I choose. Oh my god! To not. And I choose be scared of the outside anymore. <laughs> well, I'm happy it worked for you, bitch. Um, it doesn't. So I'm scared all of the time. I take a lot of ashwagandha, and it's really, I just- Oh, so you are on meds! It's so not good for your liver. Well, technically, if you take too much of anything, it's not good for your liver. Oh, okay, so I'm fine then. Everything's metabolized by your liver, dum-dum. Well, 
I was watching Andrew Zimmer. Okay. And he really pissed me off. He's like, I will eat any part of the animal except the spleen. Because that's a filtering organ. And I went... You'll eat the liver? You have eaten, like, liver, kidneys, and I watched you eat a rectum. (laughs) Like, Lovely. I want kidneys so bad. Give me that I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, this man is the most delusional motherfucker. Whatever whatever gets you to sleep. No wonder why he got divorced. I had no idea about his personal life. I did. She divorced him because she didn't like the limelight, but she was really pretty. Also, he's Jewish. I didn't know that. Okay. I could... I think being Jewish, I want, I want to not like Trisha Paytas, but I wish I but was like a, Jewish. It's like, it's I wish like I was club. just a part of them. I wish I was able to say I'm Jewish genetically, but I am not actively religious. It, it's like a club I can't be a part of. Exactly, it's like the cool kids. They are the like, coolest kids, dude. Isn't that like crazy how people still don't like them? <laughs> That's like I think it's just because they're jealous. Maybe because they like they're just because the, the, like they are any Jewish person I've ever met. They are the funniest. They're literally just the coolest I have people I've ever effort. met in my life. And that's what a lifetime of suffering will do. Ancestral oh, suffering. Lord Jesus. They're the coolest fucking people on earth. But I mean, excuse me for a minute, but let's bring it back. I think a lot of people don't like them because not and not trying to generalize, oh, no. certain people who don't like them oh, no. see them as a certain way when their people made them a certain way. Oh, they're so, Nazis? No. So when uh, I don't know the exact date. Way, way, way back then, a lot of Christians abstained from being in the banking business from anything like that because money is the root of all sin. Oh, yeah, because it's like worldly so material. the Jews said, fuck it, dog, we ball. And they entered that arena and they got rich doing it. Well, because that's And like, then the Christians over time, I think, and, every, and just like kind of trickled down and now everyone's got their head up their ass I mean, with like, conspiracies that God, just don't pan out. Why was Jesus a carpenter? Like, that was to get a way of living. Like, wasn't that? And then he just happened to help people along the way. Like, no, he was following his bliss. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look how beautiful the curves are on well, this Well, I mean, table. I don't know. I don't know that much Jesus lore. Anyways, so. <sighs> he probably was cool. Some Bible scholars think he was a vegan. He had to have been. Thank you. Except that fish one. I think I think all of the people back then were just, you had to eat what you had to eat. It, it's different when you don't got a McAdee's around the corner. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? And like, uh, you know what I mean. Dude, I went to fucking Fry's the other day. And like, no, it looked like I got fucking ransacked. Like, I was like looking in the egg section. because so I was like, uh, maybe I'll get eggs. I don't know. I was looking in there. And then I opened up one carton because like I checked to see if anything's broken. Whole fucking row of eggs missing. What? And I was like, interesting. So I kidnapping. Put that down, I put that down. I put it up so people don't have to go. What for that times one. is tough as well. Prices are high. And then I open another one. Whole another row missing. And I went interesting. Times. So, wait, where are they putting them when they take them? You think, think they're putting them in, in the pockets? pockets. <laughs> What's I in your pocket, sir? Eggs. I can't blame them. <laughs> I cannot blame them. Times is tough. Um. And that then, girl's gotta eat. Like, we went to, like, we, we just were going down the line, like, of that, like, section. There was, like, the butter and stuff that we were looking, like, we just saw, like, out of the corner of our eye. And, like, there's packages of butter, like, ripped open and shit. And I was like, somebody needed 
to bake like right now. It's baking time. Like something's happening. It's lunchtime. Lunchtime. What do you got on your screen? Oh, so I wanted to kind of talk about it just because it was in the news a lot. And I was just like, wow, I don't care about this because I hate the Kardashians. And I'll say it publicly as much as I need to. I I think they're grifters. I hate. I don't care what they do, but I did think this was curious as a development. So we also had like Tristan Thompson was like slowly being you know, re-included in their life. I don't know like, who that is. Um, the the one who dated Chloe. Yeah, and they have like a baby. They have they have a kid. I think they have a few kids. Chloe had kids. Yeah, I don't know. It's not important. She's the tall one. Yeah. Yeah. So, what That's is it? Weird. I guess Tristan. Listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't really matter either way. Honestly, I don't care if I badmouth anyone who associated with that family. Badmouth them. But um. So I think Trist, so they all keep saying how good of a guy Tristan is, even though he was a bad boyfriend. Like he's a good father. He's good at everything else. If times are tough, they're going to take people in. Then redistribute the wealth and stop buying material items. Yeah. I, how hard, you just, I, I just answered it. Figure it out, you goddamn hunts. Anyways. Do you think, sorry, this was a dumb thought I had the other day. No, go for it. Do you ever think that like, yeah, I know inflation has a lot to do with, like, other things, but do you think a factor in it is, like, billionaires hoarding money? Um, maybe. Like, I'm not it. well-versed in that. I don't, I think. Also, what it the fuck is with it possible, but I don't know. What is with, okay, so when people are, like, just print more money and then, like, the finance bros get all pissed off, but, like, almost all of the currency now is digital wallets and, like, digital bank accounts. Yeah. Is <laughs> Who's to say we don't just fudge those numbers? Something, hey. Something's happening. Enough. Who's to say we just don't, you know, they don't like put a couple more zeros in like people's bank accounts or just make up that digital like currency? Well, you have to think too, like that just perspective wise, like money bros, that's their religion. So, like, if you, like... And they're really bad at it. I know, but, like, they're... If you say that, you're kind of dissing them and, like, something they hold very true. Oh, my God. But... Not have... Anyways. Sincere relationship. So, Tristan Thompson has been... Been more in their lives lately. And I saw this article and I thought it was kind of curious. So, I guess Tristan Thompson's ex, like, she had... I think a child or more with... I think maybe a child with him. Yeah. So, his ex's, I think, sister came out and put kind of just like absolutely defame this man and i'm Ooh. living for this this is libel at its best nice nice it's so every episode this is what she said on her instagram story it has been so hard to refrain from speaking up and out of respect for my sister's privacy i haven't for over seven years but this is just too much it's painful to see how tristan can find the time to do these nice things for other but can't seem to show and be a real pr- parent for my nephew prince the fact that he can take other children to school and activities in the same city, yet never sees or speaks to his own son, unless it's for a party or a planned photo opportunity, is appalling and inexcusable. At Kim Kardashian, I don't want to believe that you are insensitive to the fact that he literally ignores his children. That's nice if he's been a good friend to you, but let's consider our sisters before taking to global platforms to defend this man's character. On another note, to set the record straight, the child support rumors are inaccurate. Tristan has not paid that child support in a very long time and has stopped paying Prince's school's tuition. Yet he's being applauded for picking up, dropping off other kids to school activities. He hasn't even inquired where Prince goes to school now. 
Despite it all, my sister continues to work multiple jobs as she has since she was 16 years old, so that Prince will never have to feel a difference. But regardless, stepping up for your son is not all about money, it's about the time spent. True. Yeah, bitch. At Tristan, you are not a good father if you can't be a good father to all of your children. How many kids does this guy have? Too many, I guess, because he can't handle it. Also, I don't think anybody should be applauded for doing pickup drop-off kids activities. Uh, you're not babysitting. It's your fucking kid. That's your responsibility. You're, unless you're picking up, like, random kids, then But that, that actually... Yeah, I was gonna be like, that... that then, like, something's, like, not... That right. requires more context, if honestly. If you're a bus driver, God bless. Then you're allowed to pick up random Unless kids. you were my bus driver in junior high I or knew, in high school. I knew this girl I worked with. She was a school bus driver, but then she had to stop because she had vertigo. Oh. Like, when she, she was driving She had little crystals in you. When she was driving the bus. She was only, like, 26. I mean, it could happen to anybody. And then I was like, that sounds like a lot of fun, being a bus driver. And then I remembered being on the bus as a kid and, like, boys, like, taping the, like, Axe body spray to where it continuously sprayed and they'd throw it like a grenade to, like, the front of the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in junior high, I had a bus driver who would speed over speed bumps and we would, the kids would literally get lifted, like, launched in the air. The red-haired one? I don't know. It was junior she was high. A sub bus driver, wasn't she? No, she was our forever bus driver oh, in junior high. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few. Oh man, this is a fun tangent. So she would purposely hit speed bumps, and all of our he- like heads would literally hit the ceiling. And you know, you get used to it. You hold on to the like you you anticipate it. You know what I mean? But it got so bad sometimes that kids would end up in the aisle. I love that. But whenever we would bring kids home, like 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 our friends home, and we would ask her to do it, she wouldn't do it. It's like, that's real poor behavior. You know what I mean? One time she hit a curb so hard, she like flattened the tire. And then she said the bus was broken. And then we all had to wait until a new bus came. Um, junior high was weird. There was a sub bus driver. Then she was like the redhead. And she would um, take, like, it would it would always be like an hour late to school. I feel okay. like I told this story, but I'm not sure. And then she would like literally like get us stuck in cul-de-sacs and neighborhoods and like back into people's trash cans. It sounds like he was a bus driver. Huh? Don't let the pigeon drive the bus. I that is my I want to get a good tattooed. Honestly, honest to God, I, I think I'm gonna that. get that fucking pigeon tattooed somewhere. I love that because I love that goddamn thing. I what do you What do you got? Who's this ugly man? You know who it is? Jason Derulo? No. Who is that? Tom? Yeah, it's Tom Sandoval. Dude, he looks bad, bro. He he's never looked worse. But let's be honest, it's been a slow decline. He's just always. What, when you start off looking so bad, there's only so far you can go. You know what I mean? It's kind of like playing limbo right now. It's like, how low can you go, Tommy boy? He's an ugly ass. So we got some bitch. updates. And as if you, as you, if you know me, you know, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm searching for DPR updates every minute. All of it. So Tom Sandoval says he is done apologizing for Sandoval. And for context, for context, I said it on the last episode. A man and having to like say that. Uh, Imagine being a man, just like a full-grown man, and being like, "I'm not apologizing for Scandaval." Like the fuck. So, what is your context for new listeners? Scandaval is what has been dubbed because okay, backstory. Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox. They became like they were coworkers, and then they started dating, and, and it was him. all captured through the lenses of the reality TV show Vanderpump Rules. Right? right. Their relationship spanned about nine years. They were essentially like partners. Ariana doesn't like really believe in marriage. 
Okay. So they were just like basically life partners. And that's how they referred to each other allegedly. Domestic so partners. Sandoval Tom, he has Tom Duval. That we know of cheated on her twice throughout the relationship. She forgave him once, which honestly I'm kind of like, honey, you should have gotten out then, but A I'm not fool. gonna blame her. So and then during season 10 of VPR it came to light that he was having about like a six, seven month affair with someone who now goes by Rachel Levis, but had then gone gone by Raquel. Raquel Leviticus. Sure. Um, so they were having an affair and Ariana at that time, from her perspective, she perceived Raquel then to be her best friend. But Raquel allegedly now is saying that they never were best friends. Perspectives differ. It doesn't take away the pain. So yeah, they had an affair. And I guess it, it was, like, exposed, I think, last summer. Okay. So that's when we really found out about it. But, and then everyone had just been, like, attacking both of them ever since. And I'm not always, I don't think it's fair of all the heat, like, not all of the heat is, like, necessary. But the way Tom acts in response to the heat makes me want more to happen to him. If that makes sense. It feels deserved because he just acts in such a way where I'm like, you earned it. Like, you earned it. So he recently came out with a podcast called, and we talked about this in the last episode too, Everybody Loves Tom, which has to be ironic. But personally, I don't think he has the capacity or frankly, the bandwidth to be ironic. I don't think he would understand satire. His brain is simple. There are two cells fighting each other. (laughs) Anyways. There's two wolves inside of me. When they're gay. <laughs> I mean, we're waiting. We're There's waiting two boys and they're kissing. Now kiss. Anyways, <laughs> um, he says he's done apologizing for Scandaval because, and Scandaval is what the affair was dubbed. The whole everything after. So he I says people will never be ready to listen. Okay. <sighs> I don't want to listen to you. I don't know who you are, Tom. The fuck. So when he was being interviewed. He, someone said that hate has continued as fans are still waiting to see his remorse. And the person was like, we're not hearing accountability. And Tom was like, he screwed up with the situation. He apologized, but he added that his sincere statements always become twisted. He's like, if I cry, it's crocodile tears. If I don't, I'm not showing any emotion. If I'm on my knees, I'm overdoing it. He's like, I've said it so many times and I've been accused of faking it. It's like, people aren't ready to hear it. They may never be ready to hear it. And the only reason we say that is because, yeah, it is possible to be like an anomaly, to be multifaceted, to show emotions that are outside of other people's comfort zones and they don't understand how to read you. But to go so fast from like crying when it seems so performative, like if you see the way he acts, you'll understand what I'm talking about. So go ahead, look him up. He's such a cocky little shit. Like he... He he makes he makes he makes me want to punch him. You know what I mean? He's got a punchable face. So I'm gonna break his finger. All I have to say about that is ugly. Ugly. In any other situation, I will listen and I did it in this situation too. I wanted to hear all the parties because let's be honest, cheating is usually not it's never good. And most of the time it's just like so unnecessary. And but sometimes it makes sense. Too. Like, imagine if you've tried and tried and tried with your partner and you just couldn't find a way out, or maybe it was abusive, or you didn't have the words, or maybe it was an emotional cheating because you lacked that part of the relationship. 
there could be so many issues. And honestly, unfortunately, it's a nuanced conversation. But- I don't know. I've always left every single fucking relationship. Like, if I started getting eyes for another person. I get it, too. But, like, because I, I couldn't, I didn't like my own That's a respectable thing yeah. to do. And I would advocate that if it's safe to do that in your relationship, instead of cheating, just leave. And also, before anything happens, if you feel that impulse, and there's no reason to keep someone on the hook when you love someone else. You can't have someone as like your control variable and then experiment with other people. It's disgusting. It's absolutely, it's just, it's quite deplorable. Yeah, that's gross. That's yucky poo poo. People are not experiments. They have feelings. You have to consider that with every action you make. So if you're going to do something as destructive as cheat on someone, you really someone need to think about it first. Cheat on Tom. Uh, I don't know. But he wouldn't care. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not ready to listen to him because I've heard it enough. Yes. I've heard his excuses. I've heard it all. And to give everyone context, including my co-host, you bad bitch of a sister. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It felt funny. But it's so fucking hot. Anyways. It's hot in this hot, hot room. Yes. It's hot in Topeka. But I'm a hot Topeka. Inside joke, stay out of it. Anyways, it's not. It's not. People know what that is. If they do, if you know, you know. Anyways, very few people know. But from what I was able to see, what as the viewers we were able to collect is that he tried to break up with Ariana allegedly, but and then he said he didn't want to tell her about the whole Raquel affair because she was so emotionally fragile. And let me give you some more context as to when this affair aired. Yeah, her. Like, dog, who is, like, like she views dogs the way we view dogs. People. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's an emotional connection that isn't, you wouldn't trade for the world. If you lose that, you I lose your best friend. Literally. Dog. So, it's it's different. I understand not everybody sees dogs like that, and that's your perspective. That's fine and all, but some people see it as something more. And Ariana had that relationship with her dog. Yeah. And her dog passed away. Yeah. And, and Tom said, I'm glad it died. No, but he was a dick, like, taking care of her and stuff. Tom killed the dog. No, but later on that year, when the affair was already happening, her best friend, who was her grandma, died. Oh, my God. Uh, and then while all this was happening, Jesus, while Ariana uh, needed help, he was out here cheating wow. on her. And it was probably because he wasn't getting any emotional or, like, the sexual gratification from her because she was in a period of just absolute mourning for, like, oh, a year. Oh, my God, yeah. That's rough. It's 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 deplorable. Ariana is a cancer too, so she's an emotional baby. She's a July cancer though. I don't so. know if it takes. I feel like someone dying really that takes a motherfucker out. Anyone, yeah. but it's it's just. Tom needs to go to jail. If he would just, it's one of those people where it's like it's it's such a testimony to how cancel culture isn't real, because it's like. At also least in the media. I don't know these people. You only get canceled if you walk away, if you She's get taken canceled. out, or if you legally get sent away and you have no voice. We should get an island. But otherwise, cancel culture is really quite the opposite of what everyone is saying it is. You, it just makes it more popular. It makes you more popular. You have, you get basically rewarded for having bad behavior because you have more headlines. The moment you behave and fix yourself is the moment. Like, you get less attention. So, in a way, the cancel culture everyone thinks is going to ruin their life, it just perpetuates bad behavior. Okay. And on that note, we're going to take a break, guys. We're going to take a quick break. Break! Come back!
Welcome to a podcast. A podcast, not the podcast. It's just one of them. Anyways, um, go for it, Isabel. So it's a Halloween. It's October. <laughs> it's happening. Headphone listeners. <laughs> I'm so sorry if I gave you tinnitus. Tetanus. No, is it? <clears throat> um, is that your impression of tinnitus? <laughs> no, no glizzy noises, guys. Darn. Um. Okay, we're gonna, just gonna do some Halloween talking. Um, this is kind of like a this or that kind of a thing. Okay, Hocus Pocus or Beetlejuice? Hocus Pocus, because I've never uh-huh. seen Beetlejuice. I've never seen Beetlejuice. Cause I think I saw it when I was little. Like Nana played it, and Hocus Pocus is like I got scared. geared for kids. That feels like an unfair matchup. I'll be uh, honest. Nightmare Before Christmas or Corpse Bride? Corpse Bride. I'm traumatized by the Nightmare Before Christmas. Nana used to make us watch it every like Halloween and Christmas. So I don't know which holiday it belongs to. I know. And honestly, I don't like that I was trying to be sold a love story that frankly doesn't make any sense. Sally didn't yeah, love him. It was like sense, Stockholm huh? syndrome. She just went from one like kid, like one hostage holder to another, and he was just like, "Oh my god, you're right." It's disgusting, quite frankly. You ruined it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just had to tell you the truth about it. Yeah. Ghostbusters or the, Ghostbusters? The only man Sally needs is a therapist. Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters? I've never seen the first one. <coughs> one of them gets like a blowjob from a ghost, I think. Second one, then. Because <laughs> I've seen the newest one, and it was fine. First one, blowjob. No! <laughs> uh, Edward Scissorhands or the Adams Family? Never seen either Adam's of those. Adams Family. I like the Adam family. The old movies are really cute. Remix. <laughs> Do you like Rocky Horror Picture Show or Little Shop of Horrors? You can answer. Fuck. I gotta go Rocky Horror, but Little Shop of Horrors has a special. I love an androgynous man. That was. I don't know. How, like, when I was younger and I first saw that, I was like, I don't know how I feel right now. I love it! But I love a man in fishnets. Yeah! Make it happen, guys. I Br- love it. Bring it back. Uh, Coraline or Casper? Coraline. Coraline, just because I read the book, too, and it absolutely chilled me to the absolute bone. It, it's that. beautiful. It's a short read. It's fantastic. Neil Gaiman is an op. He is a force. No. <laughs> um, Frankenweenie or Haunted legally. Mansion? I have to say Haunted Mansion. Because I've never seen Frankenweenie. No, Frankenweenie, I, it's about a dog that fucking dies. Not and into that. And he brings it back from the dead. And it's the saddest fucking thing ever. Because it acts, the dog acts like nothing ever happened. Well, the Haunted Mansion is multifaceted. And I honestly, it's one of movie. my core like movie memories. It's my favorite ride at Disney. It's 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 a love story. It's it's tragic. It's everything. It's it delivers so everything. It hits every single note. Honestly, it's it. it's. I haven't seen it as an adult, so maybe I'll see it through different eyes. But it's well the same eyes because they don't grow. But witches or Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Halloween Town. I'm about to watch all of them again. I watched all of it's them. It's a last core year. memory, and yeah, did they get worse as they go along? Of course, but <laughs> I love it. I know. Did they change actresses? Strangely, yeah. Yeah, that was really weird. In the I don't, college one, they changed it. I don't understand how they thought they could get away with just changing out the protagonist. I don't know. Like, she's the main character. You thought just because we were young and dumb, we wouldn't notice? The Sixth Sense or Carrie? I've never seen The Sixth Sense. I'm going to say Carrie. 
Oh, I mean, I've seen Carrie. Uh, I've spoiler only seen alert! The one with... He sees dead people. Like we all I know, see dead people. I, I okay, Mike Tyson. I see dead people. <laughs> I see dead people. <laughs> but Carrie is good because it's a good for her movie. <laughs> Screamer Halloween. They're the same movie. I don't like either. <laughs> I don't really care. Um, oh, this is just, um, what do you prefer? Scary movie night or a costume party? Depends on the people. I'm going to see. If it's my favorite people, probably scary movie night. Because I love being with my favorite people and like. Scary movie. Yeah. Just I'm like, it. let's get, let's get fucked up. Let's get scared. Let's piss our pants. You know, like all the good things like girly pop. Pistol our pants. Yeah. Scary movies or kids Halloween movies? Maybe How, kids. Kids Halloween movies that I've seen as a it's child because it's like regression. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think, I, I'm not someone, I've always gravitated towards true crime because that's the scariest because it's real, oh allegedly. But like slasher movies to me, just it's usually not it. You really, like it has to have a very, very good plot for me to enjoy that. I don't. I, I want a psychological thriller. Give me Midsummer. There's one Give me, movie. What? It's called The Final Girl. Okay. And um, it's like this girl is like trained to like, because like there's this group of guys that keeps like taking like girls out into like the forest, like under different, like, like I think they're like, oh, we're going to go to a party or something. Yeah. And they take her to the forest and they like hunt them. And they like kill the girls. Oh my God. Like it's like the most dangerous but game. She, but she, this one girl, it's Abigail Breslin, I think. Aww. She plays the final girl. She's so sweet. But she's trained and like, like, I think, I don't know who trains her. I don't think it's Nicolas Cage. I think I'm thinking of Kick-Ass for that. But like, some, this guy- trains, He trained all of us. This guy trains her and she gets planted at the diner where the boys go pick the girls up. And so she goes into the forest with them all like, la la la. And then they're like, run. And they're like, they're like trying to hunt her. And they're like, just kidding. This is what it is. She starts hunting them down. Yes. Okay. It's I think I would absolutely love that. Movie. I want like, I see, I want justified horror. I, it's a really I good want, movie. I want a movie that makes me work for it. Like in Midsummer, when like the school cracked open and stuff, I was just like, it was like beautiful and disturbing. And it was so many things and seeing everyone's reaction and like the crowd of like in the movie, like everyone was like, it, the acting was phenomenal and it was just like very poignant and terrifying and I loved every minute of it. And I'm really tired of and it's only been like men that I've seen say this online or what I presume are men from their accounts is that like they're like Midsummer was actually about a cult. So if you guys think that's weird and it's like you need to look deeper into it, babe. I, we understand that it was I understand. We understand what the fuck the movie is showing you. If anyone understands it's a woman. You stupid ass. Like you no shit. It's a cult. Like, are you what the fuck? Like, maybe have you ever watched go let, go watch your fucking Stanley. Go watch the birds if you want to be a fucking dumbass. If you want an easy go watch to, a Hitchcock movie. Yeah, if you go, really want to not think about anything and say yeah, that they're go the best ahead. director um, on the face. Get some tablet part. time and digest. Go listen to the fucking Beatles. <laughs> yeah, like just just how about you just like ingest content that's um more of your palate. So I'm saying like simple, straightforward, nothing confusing. Watch fucking Coco Melon. <laughs> yeah. Coco Melon. <laughs> like there's two sides to like every fucking movie. It's just the w angle that you're viewing it from. Like it's Yeah, just think like, about it from on. a woman's perspective. I understand on paper that it's not a good for her movie. But and I've said it before in previous oh, of episodes. Not. And I'll say it again. 
in my personal opinion, it is a good for her movie because I'm cool with dying, like being forced to die at that age, like older when they do that. Mm -hmm. And also she's never going to have to fucking pay taxes. Also, she's a built in family now. It's like they all it's how we I think she's I, gained the whole village as the family when she went lost hers. Oh, my God. And it's such a beautiful cinematography. Like, it's just so really genius. the biggest horror, I think, in that movie. Were the men watching it? But it's 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 a, it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. I'll fucking die on this goddamn hill. I uh, too. Do we like gory makeup or cute spooky makeup? I love gory makeup. Remember that one Halloween I did our makeup like little deer? Yeah, that was really and cute. I, made, I handmade ears. For yeah, this. but like that's not spooky. That's just cute. cute. Yeah. But like, like, were, like if someone fawns. like I would prefer fake blood spattered on someone's face over like someone doing a really cool like spider web eyeliner trick. And I understand one takes more talent, but yeah. I just want blood at the end of the day. That's cool. One thing about me, I want blood. I like blood. I do too. Um, bobbin for apples or carving pumpkins? Carving pumpkins <laughs> because no one will ever see. I will not. I can't get my mouth in that. I will not be tricked into getting waterboarded again. <gasps> <laughs> um, I don't know why I keep doing the action too. That makes it worse. Carving, we have to, I want to carve pumpkins with you. Scalpels. Mom probably has some. I know. Um, Hayride or pumpkin patch? Pumpkin patch. I've never been on a hayride, but I assume the hayrides are fun, and I like the aspect where you just sit. I've never, I don't, I've never been. I love a ride. Like, show me around. Like, make. I want to show me around. Show me around. Like, I want to sit down and do. I want to be an NPC. Just like show me the sights. You know what I mean? Like, what what are these? What are these legs doing all the work? You know what I mean? Take Um, me for a ride. A haunted house or a corn maze haunted house because that way i know the horrors aren't real corn maze anything could happen um i stopped liking haunted houses after i started thinking about what if there's like an actual murderer in this house and what if it's me honestly like Like, if someone touches i don't go into a haunted house because i will bring a waiver for them to sign when they make me sign theirs if someone someone gets a little one if the actors they get a little too close for me i'm going to bite someone's jugular i out. grab i grab i'm gonna grab something i'm gonna punch i'm gonna, make you grab I'm it. gonna bite i'm a little sibling i'm grabbing sticky twister literally like oh i'm sorry did you ask for testicular torsion <laughs> it would be bad and it would be on the menu that night so i would have to bring a waiver in saying that they are ready for any self-defense i may Candy apples or caramel apples? I don't like either. Neither. Because they're What's so the point? You're not supposed to go in with your little toothies. You don't they're have so the satisfying crunch of an apple. You're supposed to be a little bitch and cut into them with like a fucking knife and fork. And yeah, that's how I eat most things. Yeah, I don't they're like my so hands being dirty. But you know what? It's on a fucking stick. So I should be able to just raw dog that bitch with my chompers. But I can't. Continue. Apple cider or pumpkin spice latte? I don't like either. Uh, I like apple spider. Apple spider. I like, I like ap- apple spiders. I like apple cider more than I like pumpkin spice. I don't spice. like either. I'll pumpkin have to try spice. Apple cider again, but I it's remember tastier. trying it when I was little, and I really did not like it. I wish I'm not even trying to be a pick me. I really wish I could like the Bitch, pumpkin. It smells so good. It the, does, but, but mixed with like a coffee, it, it does something weird in my mouth. I don't, it's not even the coffee. It just always tastes like potpourri. And honestly, like, That's, yeah. I don't want to do that. It smells beautiful, though. I like, I really I'm so happy it. people enjoy it. I wish I could be in on the it's fun. It's like curry for me. Like, I, it looks, <gasps> it, no, I haven't, 
curry, there's something about it. It makes me not like it. The you taste. Had, like peanut curry? No. Like I had curry a couple times. What kind? I don't remember. I try it every fucking time. Will you I try see peanut curry? Yeah, I'll try it again. It's so good. Because like it they always the pictures of it and oh when my someone God. orders it's it. It's absolutely magnificent. When people order it and I look at this, my like my mouth's watering right now because it looks so fucking good. Mm. And then when I get a taste something, I don't know what happens. The smell and the look, everything about it is beautiful. And then when I try it, something happens. I go primal with curry. I don't know. I will like, just drink this. I, I will just happens. like get a straw. I'm not wasting a single bit. I will um, eat all of it. I don't care how full I am. It's getting finished. Scary costumes Finish or pop culture costumes? Why not both? Scary pop culture. Why not both? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Reese's peanut butter cups or Snickers? I'm a vegan, but peanut butter cups. Snickers for me. I don't like peanut butter cups that much. What? Uh, Skittles or M&M's? M&M's. I mean, probably Skittles just because I like them more. Gummy bears or jelly beans? Ew, jelly beans? What the fuck? I hate jelly beans. That's disgusting. The only person I know. I also don't like um, gummy candy that much. I like gummy candy. It has to be really specific. Like know. sour gummy worms or something. Yeah, but I can only have like three. That's fair. That's fair. We drew, we grew up in a it. we grew up in a chocolate household. Nerds are Starburst nerds. I love nerds. Starburst are too long to eat. I I can't say that because I like now and later's. They're um, one of my favorites. Twizzlers are hot tamales. I don't know a single person. I love Twizzlers. Planet that likes hot tamales. They're fine, but I'm not gonna pick them. Hershey's Kisses or Twix. 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 Butterfinger or Kinder Bueno. Never had a Kinder Butterfinger. Bueno. Butterfinger. I like. I always like the texture of Butterfingers because it sticks in your teeth. <laughs> Three Musketeers or peanut M M Ms. Peanut M M Ms. What? I don't like the big ass honking peanut in it. But it's so tasty. I like the peanut butter M Ms. Those ones are really good. Or the pretzel M Ms that I can't fucking find anywhere. Yeah, I I had those before. They're so good. Really good. Um, but I I do know what you're talking about the peanut butter M Ms. Yeah. They they hit. Uh, Airheads or Jolly Ranchers. Airheads. Airheads, because Jolly chew Ranchers, on it. I like chipped my tooth, and I pull. I I have such bad teeth experiences. When I had braces, I pulled out like three brackets with a Jolly Rancher before. I did some real damage from ice because uh, I was so anemic. Would you rather eat licorice or candy corn? Candy corn, but I, I like candy corn. Like it was always. I can't find fucking vegan candy corn anywhere. You have no idea the toll it's taken on my little soul. Twilight or Vampire Diaries? Twilight. Twilight. I do love Vampire Diaries though, but Twilight is a core memory. Would you rather have a vampire teeth or a witch's mole? Vampire, vampire teeth. teeth. Is that a question? I want canines that could rip anyone. <laughs> Would you rather attend a bonfire or play some pranks? Did you hear about that prankster that got shot? Yeah, good for him. What? Wait, for who? The one that got shot or the one that shot him? Both. Dude, it takes some people. Because the guy who shot him got off and the guy who got shot is he fine. He came right in his pants. He got off. Fuck! Right after. <laughs> Isabel! <laughs> Um, would you rather spend Halloween in a haunted house or a remote cabin in the woods? Remote cabin haunted in the woods. House. No, because I know what happens. Because in the remote cabin in the woods, yeah, there's there can be goddamn anything out there. There could be that movie is so good. I love that movie. That movie was such like it was it's so funny. It tricked you so good. It's got layers. It got you. It's got lots of layers. Would you rather attend a masquerade Halloween party or make DIY costumes at home with your friends? Um, I don't, I've never, I'll try the masquerade party. I've never been to one. If I don't like it, I'll go back home and then, um, make costumes at home. 
Would you rather host a Halloween cocktail party or a Halloween bake-off? A Halloween bake-off. Well, that's like, I don't know enough about cocktails. I don't either, but you can throw anything in a fucking pan and bake it. That's so true. Um, ooh, would you rather attend a murder mystery party party or go on a ghost bus tour? Murder mystery, maybe? It would depend on the I day, honestly. They both, they so both fun. sound fun. Can we do both? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, I found this website... I was explaining this to you earlier um, before we started recording because I was like, what are some fun Halloween? Like, let's give some ideas to our our listeners about some fun Halloween party adult activities. Okay. And so I searched how adults Halloween games. Adults. Yeah. Not kids. Adults only. Okay. And this website was like, these games are for adults. And I was like, perfect. That's what I need. Um, so Halloween blind cocktail taste test. That sounds fun, but I wouldn't I know would what to guess. I would like mouthwash. I wouldn't be able to guess. Could you imagine like just taking a shot and swallowing mouthwash? I've already done that. Swallowing it? Yeah. What the fuck? Halloween two truths and a lie. What is that? It's not just two truths and a lie with like a scary mask on. I've killed three people. My left eye is a glass eye. That's the rumor I started about myself. I know. And I just shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind, I like it. Um, uh, Halloween story game. Uh, This is is what it was written under it. Don't stop at sending party invitations. Include the beginning of a written Halloween story in your mailer as well. Tell guests to come to the party with their own conclusions. And before the bash ends, invite guests to read their stories to each other. No one will know what to expect since every story has a different ending. So this is like a dry party, right? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe like like Christian summer camp. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Halloween movie clues guessing game. What? What did they even explain it? <laughs> no, your, your guess is not good in mine, brother. Um, okay, I'm guessing it's like um, guess it. <laughs> who's the uh transsexual transvestite of Transylvania? <laughs> like, god damn it. Okay, <laughs> like I don't know. Are they come out in full lingerie? Like doing With the whole nets? dance? Guess who I am? Um, deadly wink. <laughs> What? For this mysterious game, secretly choose a guest to be the murderer. As everyone mingles, have your murderer wink at whoever they choose. If you're winked at, you die on the spot. It's a race for everyone to figure out who the murderer is before everyone is out. If you see the murderer, you can also shout witness and name the killer. If you're wrong, you're out of the game. This feels like ripe for errors and everyone's going people are everyone's gonna wink everyone's winking winking just play werewolves play real life among us what was that remember the graveyard game yeah that was fun that was actually scary you all laid on the floor right yeah right it's everybody lays on the floor in the dark and then like one two people like walk by and you grab them or what happened so i i don't know i don't remember or like, do they catch you? Like moving? I, so I think some one of the ones we played. Everyone I remember not supposed to catch them. So moving. I think 
the one I remember the most vividly was like where we would all just stay and if you got tapped you died uh, oh wait I think there was one where you crawled to I don't know I don't remember anyways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know um guess how much candy in my mouth I don't like it no it's not I added the in my mouth oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like a dentist? <laughs> but like I, yeah, I'm fine with mouth. No, I just like, don't want to see food in your think mouth. Think of it though. I have all of this candy in my mouth, and you, everybody in the party, everybody in the party has to guess how much, and at the end, I spit it all out <laughs> into my hands, and then we mouth. count the slimy, like you know, like when you put M and M's in water, or like oh. it's all like the colors all distorted, <laughs> and so it's all slimy. <laughs> That's really fucking oh. funny though. Fuzzy <laughs> noises. Spooky telephone. Okay. I wrote give me next to that. I'm not quite sure why. Like you want the telephone? I think I did. Um, Halloween hide and seek. What makes it Halloween? You do it in a graveyard? These are, this is for adults only. <laughs> this is from a Christian summer town. <laughs> Cookie decorating. I love it. I love that. Balloon popping race. Sounds dangerous. Um, mind reader game. What? What am I thinking of? I literally don't know. I wasn't thinking of anything. Oh my god, I got it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> guess the pumpkin's weight. Insensitive. I would agree with that. That one's not. This is a allowed. society that we are now body neutral, so come on. Um, ghost stories. That's chill. It's not a game, but... That's real life, bitch. Halloween jinx. Brainstorm a list of jinxed words guests can't use. Choose Halloween-themed words like ghosts, pumpkins cats or candy or pick more common sayings at the end of the night tally the number of the times guests slipped and have the winner take home a prize boring it's like what they do at like baby showers yeah they're like don't say baby and i never know walking in and then i'm like oh my god the baby and everyone's like and and i'm like like, oh my fucking god i just started taking clothespins from people and they're not looking oh that's dangerous game um halloween movie scenarios they, you just act out the scenes from so the charades, or I, is this like a drama? Kid I think event? that it, it was a drama kid thing. I'm so good. Like, I abstain. I'm better than that. Oh shit! There's more. Pumpkin chug, chunkin, chunkin. Throw shit in a bucket. Okay. Toilet paper covered in orange and green felt are just what you need for a round of pumpkin chug. What? I want to chunk pumpkins. See how many you can toss into the basket. No, 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 the no. The person no, no. with the most is the winner. No, 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 no. If I'm chucking anything, it's because I want to see absolute total destruction. Let me see that little dirty gourd just fall into pieces. I want to see its corpse. Oh my god! Did I say something? Candy, <laughs> candy relay race. There's. A, here's another no hands allowed game. <gasps> that requires splitting guests in the teams hand everyone a bowl of candy and a spoon on the count of three they'll have to race to scoop up all the candy using their mouths to put in the bowl then (laughs) they scoop it with the spoon but i like it better if everyone's shoving their face into like a bowl like the same bowl of candy and it's all like saliva-y i hate it wreath making party i guess that's fine can toss it's not a Halloween party without a can toss game. Oh, this dear. one includes free printables, so there's no excuse not to join and have a good time. 
I put uh, several question marks after that because there was no other context. I guess Except a photo of like cans stacked into a pyramid. Okay. But that's a fun time. I also have some scary stories. Okay. That we can do um, when we come back from break. Okay. All right. Bye. Hello. Welcome back. Now I'm just pretending to punch me in the face. Ah! <laughs> All right. I have some spooky stories. Go for it. Go for it. All right. This one is called the ghost truck stop. Oh my God. <laughs> on his way to get married, a military man and his best man set off on an 800 mile road trip from Camp Lejeune, Lejeune, Legume, Legume, in North Carolina to Lafayette, Indiana. It's 1 a.m. Lafayette. It's 1 a.m. 1 a.m.? 1 a.m. On a cold January night in 2014. Oh no. She's back. And the man tells monsters among us. Among us? Among us. Among us. The Among Us potion. <laughs> um, I drank the Among Us potion at 1 a.m. and this is what happened. <laughs> that the weather is bad and temperatures are in the negative double digits as the pair close in on Indianapolis. They discover that they have no money to pay for gas to refuel the car and are about to run out. Okay. Growing up in the trucking industry with my dad, I decided to stop at a truck stop, the man explains. But because the main interstates were shut down due to the weather, they had to get off the highway and search for a truck stop along the back roads instead. We found a smaller truck stop. It had one truck and it was kind of strange. It was just a blacked out truck with a blacked out trailer. There were no real markings on it. Nothing distinguishable, he says. They went in, hoping a clerk or a waitress would spot them, would spot them a few dollars for gas, enough to make it to Indianapolis, at which they go to the bank, take cash out and pay back the loan. <laughs> Inside, they found a tidy diner occupied by a waitress, cook, and a lone truck driver. I went inside, talked to this driver, and he bought us a cup of coffee. We sat there and talked for about 30 minutes about what was going on and why we, and where, why we were headed, <laughs> where, where we were, and what we were doing. And he gave us 20 bucks for gas. I went outside, pumped our gas, came back in, and told him, hey, I really appreciate it. I'll be back. Making good on his word, the man got cash from the bank upon arriving in Indianapolis and returned to the diner. We, when we arrived at about 10 o'clock in the morning, it's boarded up, he says. It looks like it's been abandoned for years and the truck's gone. But we had just been in there. They pulled in anyway and found a police officer in a park, parked in the lot. They explained what happened just hours before, to which the cop chuckles and replies, Oh, you met the ghost of three. So two military members converse, had a cup of coffee with, interacted with three people at a diner that had a fuel pump. I got $20 worth of gas, says the man. When I came back, it's been boarded up for, if I remember correctly, the cops said it had been boarded up for the last 25 years. Holy fucking shit. He had ghost money and gas. He wow, just, he just wasted money. He just went to um 
He took acid. He went to the wrong gas station, like, when he was coming back. And that guy is like, where the fuck is this pot? Like, I thought he said he was going to give me my $20 back. Me. Like, he just... That's just... I would have a ghost story from just being so directionally impaired. Um, Jeff. This is a different one. A resident of Dayton, Ohio. Fuck. Was driving with his three-year-old son, Wano bus! Wano! <laughs> in the back seat when they passed by a cemetery. It was a modest cemetery with only flowers and small plaques. It basically looks like a garden, Jeff explains on Monsters Among Us. According to Jeff, as they drove by, his toddler, who had, be ha- who had been happily singing, abruptly stopped and pointed to the cemetery and exclaimed, Look at all those people! Jeff t- look- turned to look, but didn't see a soul. Confused, he asked Miles what he was talking about. All those people over there, his son replied. There sure are a lot of grandmas. Oh. As Jeff tells it, chills ran down his spine as he asked his son what the people were doing. They're all just standing there, looking down at the grass, Miles said. Completely unsettled by the conversation, Jeff sped up and drove home. Later that same day, he said his son, his young son was watching TV when he turned to Jeff and said, you know, they weren't alive. Thinking Miles was referring to the cartoon, Jeff asked what he meant. Those people we saw, they were all paused. His son replied. What? <laughs> I guess paused looking down at themselves. NPCs? Like, I guess. Game lagged. So, something to say about this. When I worked at the funeral home, one of the funeral directors, I became really close with their little daughter. I would drive her around, like, the golf carts around the cemetery and stuff. And she was, like, she's my BFF now still. She was real little. Yeah. I don't know how old she was. Like, really tiny. Like, preschool-ish? Yeah. And, um... I still, I still see them from time to time, but I was driving around on the golf cart and she like points at the cemetery and she's like, those are all people. And I was like, they're, yeah, they're dead though. And she's like, yeah, I know that. And I was like, okay. She's beyond her years. And then she, I pulled over and she was walking through and she's like, but like, they're just all dead and like buried. And I was like, they are. And she's like, huh. And she's like, we can go. And I'm like, okay. She's like, I had enough. But like, she just was, she would like look and she's like, there are a lot of dead people here. And I was like, you want to see more of them? Like, and I would take her to um, like the mausoleum part. Yeah. And I was like, there's people in these walls, like here. Like we put the whole thing in there. And she's like, why are they in the wall? Fair. And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, it's, it's a lot more money though. And she's like, the ground's cool. Like, so, I don't know. She said physically responsible. Yeah, she just really likes the cemetery. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? We would just take walks, like, through the cemetery. It was really cute. She really liked it. I don't know. She's the creepiest little goober. I love her. I can't wait I to see them that. again. Um, The next one is the ghost of the Stanley Hotel. Isn't that literally where... What The Shining was based on? Yes Loosely? and no. Okay. Um, the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, has been around for more than a hundred years and was built as a posh getaway for the wealthy seeking solitude in the mountains. As years passed, however, occupancy declined, and by the 1970s, the Grand Hotel had fallen into despair. It was around that time that the famed author Stephen King spent the night there and was inspired to write the book *The Shining*. The book and blockbuster film helped return the Stanley to its former glory. Now, guests have come in droves to see the hotel that inspired one of the scariest horror movies of all time. Given its history, it should come to no surprise as there's many visitors report strange happenings 
aware of the ghostly rumors, Texas resident Henry Yao, I don't know if I said that right, booked a last minute getaway in April 2016 to check it out. After arriving, is it Yao? Am I saying that Where wrong? Where is it? Sure. After arriving, Yao had dinner and then wandered around the Stanley to take photos. Stopping at the staircase, he waited for people to clear the area, then took a picture, thinking nothing of it. Later that night, however, Yao fell seriously ill. I feel really sick, and I, and I had the shivers. I was like, something's really wrong. His companion suggested he go to the emergency room, but he refused. On companion. the trip- Huh? Companion? He's gay. <gasps> I don't know. I'm assuming- <gasps> On the trip home, Yao began swiping through the photos he had taken when he discovered what he said was really, really strange. Oh, a really, really strange image of someone standing on the stairs, except no one had been there. The next day, he posted the photo on Instagram, half-joking he'd capture a ghost, and the world took notice. Almost overnight, Yao found himself in the limelight with this ghost picture, warranting attention from global media outlets and paranormal experts who wanted to examine the photo. Some experts say there's two ghosts, and some say there's a reason I got sick, because the ghost was trying to materialize, taking energy out of me. Oh, okay, so we're just going to assume? <laughs> They're taking my energy. Okay, calm down. The haunting at Lizzie Borden. I'm sorry, she didn't do it, so. <gasps> what? I don't think she did it. Then who did? The other one. Who? There's some other, I think it was like... I don't know. One of the men. I don't think she did it. I'm going to be honest. I think she was framed. We don't have enough information either way. Like, yeah, there are good records on it, but records could be flawed. So I, from what information we have, it seems plausible that she did it, but I support, I I support women's wrongs and rights. I don't think she did it for some reason. Okay. Just a vibe. Okay. Sorry, I saw something. <laughs> just a vibe. I'm just vibing. Um, That's vibras. The ghost of Captain Joseph White. Oh, shit. Those... I know him. He went to my high school. Stop. <laughs> the Salem, Massachusetts is best known for its infamous, infamous witch trials. There have been plenty of other chilling stories throughout its 400-year history. One of them is the tale of Captain Joseph White, a wealthy merchant who was found bludgeoned to death in his bed. It was a crime motivated by money, according to Giovanni... Give me the name. Where? Giovanni Albiso. Owner and tour guide at Salem Historical Tours, who says the 82-year-old merchant was suddenly targeted by greedy brothers hoping to get their hands on his will. I get it. Brothers Joseph and Francis Knapp enlisted the help of Richard Crowenshield. That's a cool-ass last name. To help get the job done. Late in the evening, when Captain White was asleep, Dick Crowenshield comes in. He goes upstairs to the second floor and takes a club and bashes the captain over the head and crushes his skull. The murderer resulted in a scandalous trial and was said to be the inspiration for Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Hearts, as well as the game Clue. I will be honest, The Telltale Heart is probably one of the scariest things I've ever read. You being for real? Yeah. I love it. I love Edgar Allan Poe. It is pretty good. My beautiful rabid man. There's something in my floorboards. It is such a good fucking story. I read that when I was younger. Me too, it was amazing. 
whether it's the brutal nature of the crime or revenge for the attempt to steal his money, the spirit of Captain Joseph White is said to still wander the halls of his former home. People believe Captain White is roaming around that house, protecting whatever treasure he reportedly has. Damn, so he was a greedy mug, too. Okay. Greedy bitch. Damn, greed gets you nowhere. I don't like Ah! That. Read it. I'll read it. Hang on. Go ahead. I'm going to burp. Oh. <gasps> oh, God bless you. Thanks. When Marty was a child back in the 90s, she tells monsters and What is us. the name of it? Did I say it? Oh. The Haunted Ventriloquist Door. Okay. When Marty was a child back in the 90s, she tells monsters among us that she among was us. a fucking that she was a fan of ventriloquist Edgar Bergen and his dummy sidekick, Charlie McCarthy. That's not nice. Yeah, that's quite rude. Um she says that when her father came across a ventriloquist doll as he wandered through a small magic shop located outside of Santa Rosa, California. Oh my god. He decided to buy it for her birthday. While ringing, okay, number one, why would you ever? I don't care how much people like it. Ventriloquism is worse than hard drugs. Just don't. Dude, you get hooked on that shit, I think. It's horrible. And think you, about the worst people on this earth. Conky. Jeff Dunham, for example. Mm. While ringing up the sale, Marty says the cashier gave her father a weird vibes. And she said to him, you know when you put your hand inside the doll, he's going to come alive. <laughs> what the fuck? Laughing off the comment. He brought the dummy home to his daughter. According to Marty, she was over the moon and he gave, he, oh, and when, oh my God. All right. It's a typo. It's okay. Anyways, she was over the moon and when he dad. And when he dad. <laughs> when her dad gave her the doll saying, I was so happy when I got that doll. I was obsessed. What did we say? But before long, strange things began happening through impossible Though impossible because the doll's head was made of hard plastic, she says his expression would change, including his smile. When he dad. <laughs> Worried something would happen to her precious dummy, rude. Precious <laughs> dumbass bitch. That's, what, that's what my friends say about me. Dumb my precious bitch. dummy. That's what Marty says to me. <laughs> when I come home, he goes, I miss you, my precious dummy. That's what my dog thinks of me. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Marty's family shut it away in a cupboard most nights. One night, she and her family were awakened by the pitter-patter of steps in their living room. Thinking it was the dog or another family member, they went to look. No one was there except for the doll who was sitting on the couch. We remember specifically, we always put it away because I love that doll so much that I took care of it, Marty says in the podcast. Other strange occurrences began happening. She didn't say on her podcast. True. Well, she just did. He done. Throw me as a ventriloquist. Anyways... While Marty and her dad were away, her uncle was alone in the house. The uncle says he heard Marty's father calling his name from the living room, even though he wasn't home. Uncle. When he went to look, he found the doll, once again, sitting on the couch. And no one else. All of our family was pretty much scared of the doll, Marty says. What the fuck? People would start hearing their names being called, and we would hear walking at night, so we just decided we needed to get rid of it. Being Mexican and religious, <laughs> Marty says her parents wanted to burn the doll in case it was demonic. <laughs> because I'm Mexican and religious, I need to burn this. They put it on the grill. According to Marty, it wouldn't burn. Oh my god. This doll would not go up in flames at all whatsoever. They tried cutting it with a knife, but were unsuccessful. Oh, Finally, shit, they threw it in the trash can. 
After the garbage was collected, Marty's dad went to retrieve the bin. In it? The doll. To rid themselves of the dummy, they dug a hole in the backyard then filled it with cement. <laughs> okay. Jesus. No links than just to lock it up somewhere. I know. Marty and family have long since moved away, but she says they still think about the doll and the possibility that eventually it finds one of us. And then they turned around one night and they heard something as they turned the corner of their new house. And they see sitting in the chair the doll, and they hear mbop. They no, stop it! For context, when I say someone's doing the glizzy sound, she's there's this video of someone like eating hot dogs, and she makes that noise. It's a whole thing. God damn it! <laughs> suffering with thank us you and for us <laughs> we love you i love you happy heart har- halloween he dad he is dad <sighs> no okay bye we love you bye i love you <sighs>